Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 37th episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. I'm so glad you are listening today as I interview Cece Mason, the founder, designer, and artist behind the beautiful products of DeGalinda. I first connected with Cece on Instagram. I was fascinated watching her hand paint her designs and then see her turning them into beautiful home decor products. We both have a love of classical traditional design, and plus we have a mutual affinity for flowers. Then I got to work with her personally last year when she was part of the Easter prep workshop that I hosted. Cece is so diligent, hardworking, and incredibly generous with her time and helping promote other women in business. If you aren't familiar with her artwork and brand, you're going to love it, and I know that you will love Cece and what she has to share with us today. I'm so grateful to have you here, Cece. Thank you for coming today. Thank you so much for having me, Chrissy. This is such an honor. I love your podcast. It's so inspirational. You do such a great job. I just love your style and your Instagram is just an inspiration to so many women and you work so hard and I'm just so blessed to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for such kind words. I appreciate that so much. Please, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Super. I'm an artist, textile designer, illustrator. I do also original paintings a few times a year. Those are pretty special. I like to dedicate my time and just completely clear my mind. We have nothing else, not a lot going on. And I just enjoy painting seascapes, landscapes, and mainly flowers. It's a little bit of an obsession with flowers. It comes from my mom. Actually, it's where the brand comes from. The name Vigalinda means say beautiful. My mom's name is Clarinda, which means Clara plus Linda, which means bright and beautiful. And I infuse all the light into my designs. I grew up in Portugal, came here to study in the US and grow me up as a child. I've always been very, very creative. We have lots of downtime in Portugal. We have time for a rest. The stores don't open from one to three. It's it just uh, a lot of downtime. But growing up, I always been very much into crafts. I love crochet, knitting, all the things, you know, that kids do when they're little. I played a lot with fabric. I also loved watching my family bake. And later on in high school, I, I worked in a bakery shop that had a, the factory underneath where we lived. And I'm still in touch with that factory, that bakery over after 40 years. When I go back, I always go back and see them. And my boss still there. And it's just a small, a big, actually a big family. And my passion for making just started there. And, and then in high school, I worked in my last year and as a senior, I worked for the tourism industry since I have a passion for languages. And that was very, very helpful. Uh, and the Golden Triangle, which is the most uh, popular part of the southern part of Portugal in the Algarve. And I just love, it's the most beautiful area with the beaches. It's just gorgeous. But anyway, I graduated, came here to study college and uh, went to the University of Maryland. So I studied business with the intention to go back and help my dad, who is kind of had a shop of electronics, is electrician, but he also fixes uh, <laughs> anything under the world. So my mom always said, if he doesn't have the tools, he'll make the tools to do the job. So 
it's, you know, it's been quite interesting transition from living in Portugal to coming over here to study. And then I met my husband this year and and I decided to stay. So, you know, we, we got married, had a couple of kids. And then after that, I volunteered a lot. When the kids were little, I was a playgroup leader, coordinated craft club at the church, did a cooking club uh, at home for the mom's club, did the Girl Scout. So I was a Girl Scout leader for until the end for my daughter for the um, Gold Award. And for my son, I was a Cub Scout assistant leader for his troop, not not doing the leadership completely. So just assisting with the boys. So that was a lot of fun. And, and I've always been involved with uh, tons of crafts. And of course, lip- <laughs> hey, Michael's uh, craft store across the street, which I felt like I lived there <laughs> every single day. But <laughs> it, it was it, it was been an amazing journey in, in this country. And having my own business is absolute dream and this wonderful country. Very, very blessed. Your background is really wide and broad. So interesting from, you know, the creative side, the artwork and crafts, and of course, all the things that come along with being a mom. And then the business side, that's so interesting that all of that has brought you here to what you're doing today. What about um, your artwork? Like, where do you find your inspiration for that? I was blessed to marry somebody who is in the hospitality industry and he travels a lot. So we've been to many different countries. We get a lot of inspiration, especially when we go someplace, I always want to visit the botanical garden. So lots of flowers everywhere. I also get a lot of inspiration from interior designers I follow on social media and my friends who um, are into antiques. So old designs, uh, chinoiserie, uh, you know, uh, many different places from Instagram to Facebook, internet, just especially nature just captures my attention. I just love, love, love to paint what I see and share the joy. People find my work happy and bright, full of full of color, and it just brings some people joy. And that's what I want to do. I want to bring people joy and make this world a happier place with my designs. Well, you certainly do. And that is such a good description of your artwork because it is beautiful, but it is all very, it's colorful and it's all the things that are, I guess, bright and beautiful, really. (laughs) No one, that's the name. It is, you know, and it's, of course, I'm biased. It's very very much my style. (laughs) It's very, the flowers and kind of that millennial vibe a little bit. It's yes. beautiful and lots of blue and white, which, of course, I love. Yes, my my house growing up, the entire um, kitchen was uh, tiled with blue and white. It's just, I guess, a signature uh, of Portugal. We were famous for ceramics, tiles, for textiles, which is my passion. Started designing uh, fabric. This whole scenario, I taught myself how to build a Shopify website and learn photography on my own and uh, learn Photoshop on my own. I know it's not an easy task, but um, I had uh, time in my hands when I was home and dealing with the kids when the kids went to school. And, you know, besides, you know, volunteering at a church and school and uh, the many activities, I had still plenty of time to learn because I really wanted to share. And when you do digital work, uh, your designs, there's no limit to your imagination. And, you know, when you when you have your prints that you can go on on many different products that I that I sell it. It's just uh, amazing to me. It, it's just really, really incredible and exciting. And I've been very fortunate that you know I'm here at most of Virginia Beach from Maryland. Just really, really, really happy with be able to meet people. Meet people here. I have um, the Virginia Floral Design with the lady who um, I work with flowers. It's wonderful, and the dishes. I have the Globe in Virginia Beach, which has beautiful china, and I get to take some gorgeous pictures and 
we've been so blessed to be in a Tea Time magazine, replacement, Southern Lady, uh, on Instagram, they uh, repost our pictures, you know, thank God, you know, I learned, for, learned uh, the photo aspect, taking pictures, and that is very helpful for people to, you know, capture that image and that light and coming across whatever I put my hands on. So it's very exciting. And now what have you been working on recently? You have some new things, don't you? Yes, I, I'm working on bows. So <laughs> I've been lately obsessed with bows. So I have several colors with bows. But once I do, let's say, a design, pink bows or navy bows, or there's even a lighter blue, the French blue, or actually cornflower, excuse me, and then the French green. Uh, I like to put them in stationery. I like to put them in uh, uh, table place cards, uh, also gift tags, art prints, uh, of course, tablecloths, table runners, and napkins. So it all, all together, because when you're sitting at the table, you you do need your place card. You, you do need like a little note to send to your hostess the next day to thank them. So I want them to combine and have all the same print on all the products, including like a pillow. You know, when you sit back in a chair, you can use that pillow. So it's a, the entire print. Uh, if you go in my collections, you'll see, for it's a tobacco leaf inspired print. Um, I have many products with that uh, design. I, I, it's one of my most popular ones. And I, I'm just so glad that brings people joy. Uh, that is, you know, uh, one of the designs that I have in mind. Also, tiles, I have that coming up. It's a little more complex, uh, so it's taking a bit longer t- uh, to uh, work on, but it, eventually it'll get there. But it's just the influence of the Portuguese tiles on the homes, on, on the, you know, on, on the street. They just uh, put tiles everywhere, you know, from a hot a pot holder, like let's say you put it on the, on the table and then you put your, your pot on top. It's, you know, you use tiles with cork around, we're famous for cork as well, and of course the port wine. <laughs> it, it's just so, so fun to see tile everywhere, and I grew up with it, and I'm just so very familiar and comfortable with it, so I just figured I'd share the joy on that too, since it's really in my DNA where I grew up. That's so exciting. I didn't know that you were doing tile. That is going to be, that's just the perfect fit for you. Yes, tell the, the design here, yeah, the different different designs and different combinations. So we have to put them on different products and then tie it all together. But collections like my main thing, I just love connecting it all together. It just makes a great presentation and people can make a little basket with the products or whatever print design it is and give it as a gift. There's, you know, it's just endless. Yeah, the opportunities. That is very, very fun. Now, the bows, are you, I know you said that, that you'll be putting on stationery and linen products probably like tablecloths but are you going to do i know you do personalized tablecloths um will you yes. be doing that with the bows as well yes and i already have a pillow uh the rose bow uh, uh print already has a pillow that you can uh put either um initial in there or you can put your name however you want i can uh put whatever you wish so it can be that on pillows or tablecloths or table runners because, you know, you can't find that like at, at stores. If you go to a store, you can't find that kind of stuff. But if you have the design, if you make it yourself, then you can certainly do that for your, for your clients I'm on a personal level. It's other customized. If you go, so I have that print is already online. The tablecloth, uh, excuse me, tablecloth, the rose bow is already online. And also the indigo, which is the, like the navy bow is already on the tablecloth as well. I'll, I'll, as, as I uh, make them, I'll uh, post them under the collection um, or under the tablecloth collection. And then when I have enough uh, products of a certain design, then I'll make a collection of that uh, design. That is such a good idea. I can imagine like the pink bows and the light blue bows, like that could be like a great gift and used at the baby shower for a baby to be that's come on the way. And then they could use that same tablecloth at 
a christening and then later at a first confirmation. I mean, like that's just a really neat yeah, people usually get, they'll, they'll say, they'll have me put friends and family on the tablecloth, or they'll have to say, oh, what, the Mason family, but with their last name on the tablecloth, or they'll have, they'll have me say happy birthday. So I've done many different kinds um, of designs or of sayings that whatever people want to say, you know, I only have this much amount of space that I can before I start moving designs around so that it can all fit. But I'm, I think... I think at the end, it just it just looks beautiful. It's timeless piece that you can pass on as heirloom. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. Heirloom. <laughs> okay. Yes, you did. Sometimes I have some difficulty with some uh, English words. My husband makes fun of me, but that's okay. <laughs> 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 it's 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 all good as long as the client is happy and it's a timeless piece, you know, and classic, will never go out of style. I just love it. And bows are here to stay. I think it'll feel like such a like a certain thing. Just love it. Yes, they are. Now, what do you think first drew you to your interest in art and entertaining? I've always gotten my hands into so many things, all this drawing, all this painting, trouble with a, a block where I can paint anything anywhere, anytime, which is like a small little block that I have with just a, a paintbrush. It's weird. But anyway, I just love that. I love the calligraphy, love the movement of the hand. So I can be in the car. One time I was drawing a fireworks. So the 4th of July, I'm like, why am I, am I doing this? I'm like, okay, <laughs> fireworks. So. It just just love painting. It just brings me so much joy. And so, well, my art, you know, it goes in my napkins and and entertaining with that. Now, entertaining here, the US is quite different from Portugal. Back home, I still remember my mom, every little trip we took, like especially on the weekends, she always brought like the cheese and the bread and the uh and the the chorizo and the fruit, you know, with us the whole thing. But here, you know, entertaining, you know, I just put out my I guess my pretty things. I have a a tray that I use with my print. Um, I just put some things in there and like little snacks for uh, if I have unexpected visitors, which entertaining here, like I said, is very different from back home. Back home, people just show. They don't need an appointment. And if, if they tell you they're coming, they're going to be late. It's not like people are punctual like here and you have to make an appointment to come to your house. It's very different, the the culture. So, but, it, you know, if I have like unexpected visitors here, which I love having even neighbors, I'll have you know, just some cheese and some bread or, or crackers. I not always have bread. Not don't always have crackers, but Portuguese bread because I make my own bread. But I'll have like little snacks and um, entertaining. I just find that the fact that I can do my tablecloths and my napkins and my place cards for entertaining, so it, it just becomes everything very beautiful. If you go there on my website and you see the Linda's Garden print, which was inspired by my mom's our garden in the country house my parents inherited my grandmother's house in the country and my mom has flowers like everywhere and so that print was inspired of all types of shapes and kinds of flowers and that tablecloth i'll have um a beautiful i did a beautiful menu with the design coordinating the same flowers that were on the tablecloth and then those flowers were on the place card with a little bow because that tablecloth has a bow on it of course <laughs> and then have the napkins matching. So everything just kind of goes together. I just love the fact that, you know, my art, once it goes digital, I can put it in a product that is just makes it for a happy um, table uh, top decor. Or, I mean, it, it can go even on pillows, but I haven't put that Linda, Linda's garden uh, print on the pillows yet. Now, what about in Portugal when you were growing up? Did your family entertain a lot? 
during the week, my family worked, so uh, it was more like during the weekends. Uh, always went to grandmother's house, and because there's so much space and it's huge, and we have the outdoors, we have the patio, and we oversee the ocean. It, it's just a beautiful uh, time to be there, and the kids kind of spread out because we have all kinds of trees. It kind of makes it fun from big tree, pomegranate, orange, lemon. I mean, you name it, a plum. Uh, all kinds of uh, trees, and anyway, we always had fresh vegetables and 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 fruit, and always gathered. The entire family always gathered back at my grandmother's house. So not necessarily my house because it was it was small, but the grandparents was a lot more you know inviting. So everybody just they brought food, and everybody gathered together, and everybody just helps clean at the end, and then they leave. But it's if you've seen my big fat Greek wedding, it's like my family. So everybody just gathers and. Everybody is very loud and everybody just moves, you know, all over and just, just, yeah. So it's pretty much just like that. And uh, always have bread on the table when entertaining. My mom always had a Portuguese house, a lot of Portuguese house if you don't have bread on the table. <laughs> so it's funny thing is also we will have bread, but usually don't have butter. But if you go to a restaurant, you'll have the butter. So we just use typically at home, like our bread to dip sauces or soups or things like that. Back in the restaurant, you'll see the butter, you'll see the bread, you'll see. No, we'll have like olives as well, you know, but we don't have, it's a little bit different entertaining, you know, and if you're not the restaurant in, in our own homes. And then the other thing I was going to tell you is I love the reason, one of the reasons why I make my own bread still is I, I just like to get my hands into making something. So I love to bake every weekend. And so what I do, I still bake my breads and I freeze them and then I defrost them as I go along. It takes me a long time because I'm trying to cut carbs. So I have a very slice, thin slice of bread, a little bit just to, you know, have some, but I, I still have, you know, everybody in my family pretty much eats bread and they love it. And, and so it's always fresh when they frost it. But back home, we used to have like a big, huge clay pot. And mom and my grandmother and I we used to like just go and knead the, the dough as a big, big, humongous clay pot. And and then they each, my mom and my brother baked seven breads. And then we put them in the freezer and then they frost one for the next day to be fresh all the time. So that I still have those memories to, to you know, making the bread. I don't know, thing going way back when, and I still, I just love fresh bread. It's a, and my neighbors, I when I make it, I, I just love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Your neighbors are lucky. <laughs> you have painted the most beautiful picture of what it's like in Portugal, like being able to see the ocean and having fresh big trees all around you. That would be amazing when, <laughs> when entertaining for everything just to be so fresh and such a beautiful setting. You know, just right now, they're kind of a little bit neglected the orchard because my parents are getting old and it's hard to find workers. So we had a hard time, but my goodness, it, it's, but my dad still, still does, you know, all these greens, the tomatoes, the whole thing. I'm like, he will not eat, you know, anything like vegetables from the grocery store. I'm like, full of pesticides and this and that. And then my mom's like, you know, I cannot eat lettuce. You know, I just, oh, I smell it. It tastes, <laughs> you know, the products. And I'm like, I understand, you know, if you can, just be organic. So, but anyway, that's, it's super fresh. Everything actually smells and tastes like it's supposed to. Because I'm here in Virginia, like, I really don't want to eat a peach from way in California, rather local. So I'm, I'm blessed that, uh, you know, I am in Virginia Beach, I have fresh fish, which I love <laughs> at the beach. And Maryland didn't have that. And I'm very happy that I have found the farmer's market and go to every week and get my lettuce for the week. And yeah, it's so much better. Now, how has that background from Portugal influenced the way that you entertain today? Uh, well, I learned so here. You know, you know how we always have to make uh, an appointment or a party or um, whatever we have to do. So it it helped me uh, to be prepared for any situation. So let's say 
we would plan a party and if it doesn't work out well, you know, we can just in the nick of time, I can be prepared for whatever happens or however we want to do it or if things go wrong. So being th- that spontaneous vibe that I have from being Portuguese and, and welcome people all the time into your home, we are always, I feel like I'm mentally always prepared to receive people instead of like being very uncomfortable if something goes wrong or something doesn't go according to plan or, and people typically ask if they want to help with something. And then if you need help, please, you know, by all means, I would totally accept help if I need to, I'm not going to be shy about that. So I, I just think it's, it's important, you know, I, whatever happens because nothing is ever perfect you know you cannot plan every single thing to the max and you know they you just try to make them feel comfortable when they come in you know you back home they they put their things in the corner and and then you know they know where it is and it's fine here you know i, I take their coat if they have one or a bag and put them aside and i keep my light bathroom on so they know the bathroom uh, where it is with the open door and you know just uh, offering him uh, them a drink or water whatever uh, they wish so just try to make them uh, feel comfortable especially if i don't know them and once they do once they've been here a few times and you know they can just help themselves go get a glass of water go do this with that if it's busy they'll help it it's it's important to you know <laughs> include so they feel comfortable and they feel you know at ease and you know they're part of the events and you know you just want to make sure that they feel comfortable in your home and you're giving them the attention that they need so we can have quality time together. And I prefer the smaller gatherings versus the large ones because you can pay more attention to your guests. But sometimes I'm, I'm comfortable with your one even more prefer the smaller one. Well, I like to ask all of my guests, what does hospitality really mean to you? I find that hospitality is a way to make your guests uh, in your home very comfortable and make them feel at ease. You know, you, you want to make sure that you uh, dedicate that time to spend with them and, and, and pay attention to what have they, they have to stay. Make them comfortable just so that they're part of the event and, you know, just get, uh, getting together and appreciating that they're there and, and uh, you are connecting. Because I think it's all about connecting with people. Um, you want to make sure that you talk about things that will make your friendship stronger and, and, you know, learn new things and make memories that last a lifetime. I just think it's so important to entertain and keep that um, vibe alive because, you know, it's, I, I heard something, I don't remember where, where I actually read, excuse me, that saying that people that live the longest are the ones that keep in touch with their, with their friends on a constant basis. So I just really love to keep in touch with everybody for that reason. And, and one of the reasons why I love stationary paper so much is you can send a note and, you know, notes are special when you get them in the mail, you know, remembering that time together and connecting and just feeling, making people feel special. So that's I think, part of the entertaining piece. That really is special in today's world to receive anything in the mail. Really, that's not an ad. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's challenging sometimes for people to get together because everybody is just so, so, so busy. You know, you just have to, to work at it and make uh, time for your friends and doesn't matter if your house is perfect, your house will never be perfect in my mind. And it's okay, you know, because otherwise I'll never have people, we'll never have people over because people think, oh, no, my house is not perfect enough to have people over. Guess what? Your house will never be perfect. There'll always be a little bit of dust here, a little bit of dust there. Then you probably don't even see it. So I recommend people have people over regardless if your house is perfect or not. So because, you know, perfection doesn't really exist. Yes, I agree. Perfection has definitely stopped me in the past. And you're so right because. It, there is no such thing as perfection. So you might as well just get past it and 
have the fun of inviting them over. Now, what do you do that helps you keep stress to a minimum when you're entertaining? We like to plan ahead as much as we can, plan everything, plan what tablecloth, what napkins. I bring actually my actual napkins out, outdoors because I, I just love them. I think it makes a big difference. Although I'm fine with paper as well. <laughs> it's just a preference. So we just try to plan our meals. Uh, my husband loves to plan. He loves to cook. He's, he was a previous chef, so he likes to cook a lot for you know big crowds. I love to bake, so we kind of complement each other uh, real well from that perspective. And, you know, we always have a menu, you know, uh, always have that should there's allergies or, um, you know, we always try to have like a signature drink so we can remember the event a little bit more, trying to make it special. So, and then to do as many dishes as you possibly can way ahead. And at some point, I actually went through the trouble of, you know, you have like a, a menu and then you have like a number, let's say, let's do this menu this way because it's already planned it done it before and I, I never try to do anything new even though i really really want to and if i do i yeah. put it aside you know and then test it because sometimes i just have to try something new even though i shouldn't but if you have extra time <laughs> you know how that goes i'll try the new appetizer or whatever it is i always try to um, make if it's like if they're coming like right away i'll have like a charcuterie like chorizo and cheese and, and bread but you know i i can make a while we talk, I can make like a chicken and rice. I love anything with tomato ba- tomato based rice. I can throw in there some seafood, or I can throw in there some chicken. You know, like I call it a roof compoyo here, but it's little chicken with rice. It's delicious, or chicken with seafood. Any kind of seafood dish is delicious. My husband likes meat, so I like more seafood, more fish. Just you know, try to prepare as much as you can, and if you can freeze ahead, make it you know freeze ahead. If you can make it ahead, whatever it's like, all my bread I can freeze ahead. All my base pastries, bakery uh, items I can make way ahead. I can make, you know, things will last like three, four months, believe it or not. And, and to like take the stress away on my Christmas, so stressful, this now, well, just defrost this, 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 and, and it makes sure you wrap it real good so you don't get that frostbite, that's, that taste, that smell. And, you know, if you learn those techniques, it'll be just fine. That is great, great advice. <laughs> that is the ultimate planning ahead is freezing. And I, I find the quality is always good, like you said, and le- as long as you wrap it properly. Yeah, and always, you know, have like a one or two so people, you know, don't think like everything's just frozen. If you talk to them, you know, if you do some, the the sheet, the fillo dough or even the, the pastry one that, the sheet dough that you fr- buy and you can make something so easy and so fast, you know, spread some Nutella between the sheets, put it in the oven and that's it. You know, have Nutella crunchy little pastries. I mean, you can do so many things like, you know, at the nick of time, it won't t- take long at all. And at the same time, it's a combination, you know, of, of things so that not everything looks like it's been... <laughs> you know, because you can't do the, do the freeze kind if you, there's some things you can't, but it, if you make them fresh, you can make them fast. So right. that's, you, know, you need to be fast and efficient. <laughs> Every little bit of efficiency helps when we're planning out everything, for sure. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. And now I, and, and we try to, well, Portuguese Mediterranean diet is, is like the best, is like what I learned how to cook. Although my husband's trained French chef, I always try to uh, cook like the Portuguese meals that were taught to me, soups, a lot of soups, and it, it's pretty healthy. We have like a fruit salad for dessert, or it's good for snacks as well. Just eat really healthy. Have real cold pressed olive oil. So, you know, my husband, like I said, he knows a lot about cooking and meat, and I know about the fish and about the bakery and about the vegetables and the whole thing. I just love the, the fresh food and to have a table looking, you know, very appetizing and very delicious. So, yeah. Well, you all make the perfect couple in every way. Oh, I, I do put a lot of the recipes in the blog. You know, there's a cute little gift tag 
that I offer people can just download. I think I sent them to YouTube. They can go by, uh, blog and download those and say, oh, made specially for you. Very cute. Like with the scalloped edge, blue, adorable. And they also have, you know, the this bread that I made. It was delicious, like a country Portuguese bread. And then my husband, I just throw some E.T. bagel seasoning on top. Like I did, it was absolutely delicious. They can have it for breakfast, you know, instead of E.T. bagel. You can have it with the meal. Like in dinner, it looks so fancy, so delicious. I mean, just, you know, always making stuff up. Well, <laughs> absolutely. And I love, love to share. So those recipes are on my blog. And I got to put a lot more because people ask me about it and I forget. Yeah, got to be better about it. I saw that on your blog and that bread was absolutely beautiful. Oh, I hope you make it sometime. It's super easy. Then <laughs> if I forget the reading there, let me know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, we all know that things don't go as planned all the time. Just like we were saying, things aren't perfect. Do you have any times that you want to share that things didn't go perfectly when you were entertaining? We try to to make it work out, but sometimes, you know, like we planned a party, we were so excited, you know, a new house here, we just moved. And all this, you know, had a ton of people like, wait a minute, it's supposed to thunderstorm, we cannot have anybody outside in our main spaces outside. So I <laughs> have to move everybody indoors. It worked beautifully because we were blessed with space and it worked out really well. People were so happy. Still went, you know, gave them the tour of the, the, the backyard and the pool that we just built, the whole thing. But it, it's, it was totally unexpected because I, you know, I'm going to put my truck with three board here. I'm going to put my dessert here. I'm going to put my, you know, appetizers here, my, everything. And everything has to be rearranged, but it worked out just fine. You know, just got to be flexible and have lots of backup plans just in case. <laughs> yeah. A couple. The weather is always an issue for sure. It can be. It's now, crazy. what is the one piece of advice that you'd give a new hostess that is just getting started? Well, if you want to try something new for that party that you really want to, you, you need to try it like a few days before, not on the same day, because, you, you know, you need to make like a schedule of things that need to be done, a list, you got this, 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 this. And, and I, I don't recommend doing something new on the same day. So if you really want to try to do it like a couple of days before, make sure you have all the ingredients, make sure you prepare. And if not, you know, if worst comes to worst, take out, it's always a good choice. So. <laughs> That's good. <But, yeah. laughs> the one yeah. thing I, I just, one thing I, I just love doing, Absolutely, it's my uh, Portuguese uh, bread uh, recipe, and uh, with um, a little bit of um, I have to put some log uh, olive oil in there. It's, it makes pita dough, and so uh, it's so easy. And in an hour, you can have you can pita crowd. I used to do that for the kids' birthday parties. I mean, pizzas and pizzas, so easy and fast. And as long as you have some salami or um, some cheese and some tomato uh, sauce at home, you can make pizza for everybody. That's like a no brainer, super quick, super fast. And that recipe is on my on my blog. So yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, the, the bread is, and but not the pizza one. I have to, the pizza, though, I still have to do that. Put that there. Okay. But it's quick. Super quick. Well, that leads us to our speed round questions. All right. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. Yay. <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? Chocolate mousse. Anything with chocolate, my goodness. I, I have to be careful with that. Yeah. Is there a food you hate? Anything with pork, but I like ham and chorizo. So, <laughs> but like pork itself, I just cannot. I don't know. It's because not pork cheese, you know, don't eat a lot of pork back home. Okay. What's your favorite flower? I love, love, love the hydrangea, but my number two, I'd say, is the yellow rose. I've been a yellow rose fan forever because it's bright and sunny. And But hydrangeas, now I have a, a garden with so many different kinds of them. I just fell in love with them. Yeah. I didn't know if you'd be able to choose because I know you like them so much. <laughs> but just really hard. Super hard. Oh my gosh. So hard. 
I like them all, but yeah, so true. Your favorite place to vacation? Ah, that that one is really hard. I, I love Portugal. That's where I see all my family. The beaches there are incredible. They're crystal clear. Just just wild. That yeah, that's my favorite place to visit. Even though you know, <laughs> you could say like Cancun or the Bahamas or the Caribbean, but Portugal is like my favorite place to be. And lastly, what is your favorite cookbook? Gosh, I I I I go to cookbooks, but I I don't have like a specific one that I love. I ha- I do so many different ones from baking cookbooks, a lot of Portuguese books, Portuguese recipes. Don't mm, it's kind of hard for that since my husband has like probably a million. Uh, I just cook mainly like my Portuguese recipes, and I don't really have like a particular one. Well, I just, you know, I, I, I use the internet sometimes to look for something. And then, of course, if I use the internet, I have to go to their readings. But a lot of it, I just make, I just do my twist and I invent a lot of recipes. My husband makes recipes all the time. Like I made chicken, lemon chicken, and I put it on the website and people go, oh, that's chicken picata. Yeah, but it doesn't have the, it doesn't have those little goodness. Capers, it doesn't have the capers. Yeah, it's a little bit different, the recipe and all together. And I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. That is, I do see a lot of opinionated things on blogs sometimes about a recipe that I find very interesting when I'm like, okay, this person's blog, like he's a chef and you're telling him that this is really a, <laughs> well, it, it's, I, I have to, oh gosh, I have to be careful on just this part. I'm like, my husband says, CC, you have to be more sensible because when you went to the fish guy, you know, right near the fish place i told them that the, the eye of the fish was not clear and i know that when the fish has a clear eye it's fresh it's just been caught and it was very cloudy you know like you could tell the fish was like days old and the guy's telling me it's very fresh and i'm like i don't want to argue with the guy but i was like you know kind of giving the look i'm like come on <laughs> yeah and, 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 and see in my life you know you just gotta be careful what you say because i know you know because you live by the ocean and the sea and your family you know this is my dad goes you know early to the beach to get fresh fish he gets octopus and then since we're spending day at the beach what does he do make digs a hole in the ground at the beach so the so the octopus can be cold and then we're there all day come home and cook it i mean it's just oh wow i mean it's just we 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 are fresh people i mean we live by the sea we know how it works to know what the signs of a fresh fish and when they tell you that it's fresh but it's not fresh like you know watch out right so you gotta be very kind the whole thing so i'm but anyway we were always making different things I have like a million cookbooks that I go by like from uh, Julia Child's book to to Olivia Bas Tanachi, the one um, that has that show. And the, I, I were watching the, the CDs that she has. Got that for Christmas. Just love that recipe from uh, Italy. Very por- similar to Portugal, Portuguese recipe. I've, we have so many books. It's kind of hard to say this is my, you know, favorite book. Like uh, Jacques Pan had like recipe in uh, in a pot. And to make bread, he makes bread and then flour, yeast, you know, regular water. And he just puts it in the fridge overnight. And then in, during the morning, he picks up the pot, puts it in the oven, and the bread's made. And I mean, just super easy stuff. And I'm like, I don't have like a specific book since we have absolutely so many. It's hard. Sure. Absolutely. Well, please, I know everyone is going to want to find you and see your beautiful products. So tell everyone where they can find you on the internet and social media. Yes. So if they want to find my, my parts, I have a very small area here in Virginia Beach at the Bayside Artisan Shop on the Pants Boulevard. It's mainly towards Virginia. You know, they have pillows and, and I have tea, tea towels and I have art prints and I have a stationery, all Virginia related here at Virginia Beach. And then people can find me on www.diga 
L-I-N-D-A.com, which is www.digalinda.com. They can find me on Instagram at Digalinda. They can find me on Facebook at Digalinda as well. And uh, so, yeah, they can find me also on TV if they search. I've been on Fox a few times, Fox 5, BC, Fox 45, Baltimore with my products. Also, you know, then Virginia, so ABC. So try to find, so if they can find me if they search Galinda or CC Mason, they can find many different places, Instagram, you know, Sudden Living. I'm sorry, Sudden Lady magazine has reposted my posts or replacements to just, you know, different, different accounts, Tea Time magazine, just. Well, I love tea, anything about the tea. You really have that in the afternoon, enough coffee in the morning. So <laughs> just several places. If you Google, you'll find it. Well, we'll be sure to put all of those links in the show notes too, so people can find it. And now I think you have something for our listeners too. If, yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for um, having me on this podcast. I have a coupon code, which is Happy Hostess 15 for uh, 15% off of any kind of tabletop decor from coasters to table warmer, tablecloths, uh, including customized work, napkins. So anything that is tabletop decor, please use that coupon. And I'll be, if you want something customized, I'd be very, very happy to work with you on a personal basis. Well, that is so sweet of you to offer us a discount. I appreciate it so much. And this has been such a pleasure. I know that our listeners have learned so much about Portugal and all the customs there. And it's been so fun to have you today. Thank you for coming, Cece. Thank you so much. I'm truly blessed to be here. It's such an honor to be in your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.